Welcome back, having Brainiacs for another episode. Oxford Book of Verse, George Peel, interesting name for the second poem there, direct influence to Papa, Papa Hemingway, the poem was called A Farewell to Arms. Swim, says the Mama Fishy, says the poem A Farewell to Arms was written for the retirement ceremony uh, in 1590 of Queen Elizabeth I's champion knight in which he pledges undying loyalty to the queen addressed as goddess it was quoted by thackeray in the 76th chapter of the newcomes and notably served as the title of ernest hemingway's novel of the same name well there you go it's a little uh a little disappointing to to find out that the name of the novel is just the name of a poem, you know? Like, it annoys me how so many bands, especially metal bands, uh, will name songs and albums, and even their band, after literary references. So many. Um, And it's almost like it'd be a really cool name and then it's either like a scientific theory, a lot of them are about like a scientific equation or scientific theorem or something like that. And it's like, if we name our album this, maybe we're as smart as Albert Einstein, you know, that kind of thing. Or like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's an album called A Farewell to Arms, you know. And um, it's almost like they try to borrow the brilliance of that artist who came up with that title uh, and that thing in a way um, and it's it's tacky you know I hate that when bands are, are like named for things like that or um, so when you find out that the novelist you know one of your heroes has done the same thing and just you know flogged something from uh, a poem it's kind of like oh okay I thought it had a rather poetic name and I was crediting that to the author and here we are I think F. Scott Fitzgerald did the same thing with like um, Tender is the Night I think maybe where it's like a line from a poem and I don't know it's just I think it becomes a bit corny for me when they do that anywho that's what's been done. Techrific says beadsman equals a pensioner provided for by a benefactor in return for prayers, especially one living in an almshouse. Well, there you go. I'll give you a couple of bucks a day if you pray for me. Good deal. I'll do that. If anyone wants to uh, pay me for a prayer every day, I'll. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll definitely do it. <laughs> I'll definitely do the prayer. <coughs> now, today's poem, poet, I should say, is very well known I think unless I'm thinking of I might have something I might have this mixed up uh, maybe I maybe I am mixing this up oh, I am I'm thinking of Robert Frost today's poet is not Robert Frost today's poet is Robert Green Okay, uh, alright, I was going to say they're very well known, but <laughs> Robert, 
Robert Frost is very well known. Robert Green, I've probably never heard of before, so here we go. Today's poem is Robert Green, born 1560, died 1592, that's at the ripe old age of 32, and he wrote this beautiful poem called Samela. 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 I don't, know how to, I don't even know how to pronounce the title. Here we go. Like to Diana in her summer weed, girt with a crimson robe of brightest dye goes fair Samela. Whiter than, whiter than be the flocks that straggling feed, when washed by Arethusa faint they lie, is fair Samela, as fair Aurora in her morning grey, decked with the ruddy glister of her love, is fair Samela, like lovely Thetis on a calm day, when as her brightness Neptune's fancy move shines fair Samela. Her tresses gold, her eyes like glassy streams, her teeth are pearl, the breasts are ivory of fair Samella. Her cheeks like rose and lily yield forth gleams, her brows bright arches framed of ebony. Thus fair Samella passeth fair Venus in her bravest hue, and Juno in the show of majesty, for she is Samella, Pallas in wit, all three, if you well view, for beauty, wit, and matchless dignity yield to Samella. This one's called Fornia. Fornia. And I'm about to sneeze. <coughs> Fornia. Ah, were she pitiful as she is fair, or but as mild as she is seeming so, then were my hopes greater than my despair, then all the world were... Heaven, nothing, woe. Ah, were her heart relenting as her hand, that seems to melt even with the mildest touch, then knew I where to seat me in a land under wide heavens, but yet there is not such. So as she shows, she seems the budding rose. Yet sweeter far than is an earthly flower. Sovereign of beauty, like the spray she grows, Compassed she is with thorns and cankered flower. Yet, were she willing to be plucked and worn, she would be gathered, though she grew on thorn. Ah, when she sings all music else, be still. For none must be compared to her note. Never breathes such glee from Philomena's bill, nor from the, excuse me, morning singer's swelling throat. Ah, when she resists, sorry, ah, when she riseth from her blissful bed, she comforts all the world, as doth the sun, and at her sight the night's foul vapours fled, when she is set the gladsome day is done, O glorious sun, imagine me the west shine in my arms, and set thou in my breast. This is called Cephestia's lullaby. Weep not, my wanton, smile upon my knee, when thou art Old, there's grief enough for thee, mother's wag, pretty boy, father's sorrow, father's joy, when, the fa when thy father first did see such a boy by him and me, he was glad, I was woe, fortune changed, made him so, when he left his pretty boy, last his sorrow, first his joy, weep not, my wanton, smile upon my knee, when thou art old, there's a grief enough for thee, streaming tears that never stint, like pearl drops from a flint, fell by course from his eyes, 
that one another's place supplies. Thus he grieved, and every part tears of blood fell from his heart. Then, when he left his pretty boy, father's sorrow, father's joy, weep not, my wanton smile upon my knee, when thou art old, there is grief enough for thee. The wanton smiled, father wept, mother cried, baby leapt. More he crowed, more we cried, nature could not sorrow hide. He must go, he must kiss, child and mother, baby bliss. For he left his pretty boy, father's sorrow, father's joy. Weep not, my wanton, smile upon my knee. When thou art old, there is grief enough for thee. Ooh, it's a bit of a heartbreaker. Alright, folks, that's the podcast. Thanks for listening and I will see you tomorrow.